Hello and welcome back to Slide Into Our DMC. It's with me, Hannah, and my wonderful, glamorous, beautiful co-host, Sophie. How are you doing? Wow. Well, firstly, I'm blown away. Uh, the, the sheer kindness of that, Hannah, I just, it's just so unlike you. I'm quite confused. <laughs> well, I think... I'm basically trying to one up you from last week because you were nice to me last week. So I was like, how can I go above and beyond and win? It wasn't anything other than that, really. Fair enough. It's taken you a week to come up with it and fair play to you. Uh, <laughs> I could have made it rhyme, I guess, you know. You could have. You, you probably could have done better, but um, it's fine. You've got you've got two weeks now to plan for the next time that you introduce me. Um, I'll just scribble down some notes for what I have to do in the next week. <laughs> Think of four adjectives to describe Hannah. This is just going to build up into some horrendously long intro that's just a series of adjectives. I don't see anything wrong with it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, if you don't like it, leave. Yeah, just just leave. Not you, Hannah, because that would be quite boring without you. Oh, like likewise, you. likewise. Oh my God, cute. Now see, that was genuine. Loved that. Yeah. A genuine connection. Mm-mm-mm. Um, how's it going? Yeah, I'm good. I, <laughs> I haven't really been up to much, to be honest, because since I've done my Christmas wrapping, got, you know, been so ahead of the game, there's not really much left else to do. So I can't update you on any fun crafting I've done. I pretty much had a bit of a, I'd say a slobby weekend. I went for a little walk around London and stuff, but I hated that because it's so busy. I was about um, to say, did you go into the real world? Yeah, and I didn't, didn't really care for it, to be honest. <laughs> Put me back in a lockdown. Yeah, just get me away from people. It's, yeah. you know, I think you know, people at work keep talking about going back into the office and can't wait to see people. And I'm like, genuinely, I don't want, really want to. Um, I actually went back to, <laughs> I went back to the office today and there was three other people there, four other people there. And that was too much. Wow. <laughs> and now you need a break. Yeah, I need a long break away from all humans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I keep thinking about holidays and Bahamas and people keep posting like, Oh my God, like throwback Thursday to when I lived here for three weeks, XOXO. And I'm like, one, I've never been to the Bahamas, so stop rubbing it in. Even if I could, I wouldn't have gone. Yeah. Because I couldn't afford it. Yeah. But now I just just want to be kissed by that sun on my skin. It's all I want. It's all I'm thinking about, mainly because it's so cold and miserable in this country. Yeah, especially today. It was fog everywhere. It was pretty, pretty gross. But... You know, listen, we're here together now. We can just shake off those Monday blues. And that's what I'm here for. That's yeah. what I'm here for. Oh, yeah, me too. And other than thinking or wishing you were in the Bahamas, what else has been going on for you? How are you? Um, well, as you might well know, I'm actually a part-time hustler of Christmas trees. And um, I haven't stolen off other people's gardens, just as an FYI, just to re-clarify that. Disclaimer. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slanderous uh, event of last week. But um, I've just been going around being an elf um, and delivering trees and Christmas spirit, um, which actually I've really enjoyed. And it's just been really lovely seeing people. This is like the start of Christmas. Getting a tree is like a big part of it. And I mm. feel like I myself am Mrs. Claus. If, if anything... I've made your Christmas. So I quite like being important, you know, like that. Yeah, well, totally. I mean, you have made my Christmas, so. <laughs> but I don't have a tree yet. I'm just going to put that out there. 
Okay, well, I can I can puff you up. We've got six thousand trees here, honey. Just I, just let me know. We'll do this off air. Um, I'll give you some. I might give you mates rates. Might charge you more just to just to keep things keep, keep things interesting. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I'll throw in some mistletoe though, so you can get some schnogs under it. Oh, thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that. Don't worry. Here for you, hun. <laughs> so, Sophie, before we yes. get onto our main topic of the week, and I will say at this point, a bit of a disclaimer, it is a not safe for work topic. So <gasps> if you're listening at work and bl- for some reason blasting it out of the speakers, you might want to think about muting in the next five to ten. But just wow. a little teaser there. I'm excited. Um, before we get onto it, whose DMs would you be sliding on into this week? Like, who's, who have you clocked? What's on your mind? Who do you want to just have a bit of a chat to? Well, this is a bit of a cheap one because I actually have slid in, well, not quite into the DM, but I did tweet this person the other day. And I okay. don't tweet that often. Um, but he's just really been making my life quality probably 100% better in the past couple of weeks. Interesting. Um, it's essentially that Noel Fielding makes my life just full of joy like I think maybe he's not for everyone but I just love him he's so unapologetically himself he is so off the wall like it's definitely not an act because I just I think you can tell from someone's eyes he's not trying he's just happy to be some random crow man and he's like fine with it and he just embraces it and he absolutely rocks it or the fact that I don't know during Bake Off, he would just go over to contestants and be like, I remember when I was a gingerbread man, and just wander off. And then <laughs> left there with a rolling pin in hand, just so confused. Um, the reason this has come about is because I've been re-watching an old series. Actually, I might not have ever watched it, but I'm watching an old series of Taskmaster, which, one, mm. fantastic show, so good. It makes me want to be... Yeah. makes me want to do tasks for everyday chores. It would literally be like, I'm going to fold... I'm going to fold the washing. How quickly can I do it? Or like, how can I do it using anything but my hands? So like, this is kind of... I love this idea. I love this idea. I think we should definitely try it. Definitely try it. Mm-hmm. Um, but he is it's a series with him and Joe Lysett and Lolly and Mel of Mel and Sue and Hugh Dennis. And honestly, like amazing cast. They're all so creative. They're so off the wall, all of them. Um, but Noel Fielding just brings an absolute, just smile to my face. Um, so I just slide into his DMs and say, adopt me. But you did tweet him. So what What did you actually tweet him? Um, I said, hello, Noel Fielding. Or I, actually, no, I said, petition for Noel Fielding to become the queen. The link's in my bio. <laughs> Um, I don't know why but it just happened okay and I don't regret it sometimes Twitter is almost like an extension of yourself you don't really realise it's you like <laughs> you look back and you're like did I really tweet that to whoever follows me but here I am yes I did so anyway I love Noel Fielding where do you stand on Noel Fielding? I'm also a massive fan um, I, I agree I think he must be genuine because if not it would be absolutely exhausting to be that strange all the time and not really be that strange, if you know what I mean. 
great. He must be. But I think I first fell in love with Noel Fielding through Mighty Boosh because I just like total utter weirdness and that just hit the nail on the head. And I also like that kind of awkward weird that, you know, you're going to you're going to you're going to think twice. You're going to be like, didn't really get that. I appreciate it. (laughs) Exactly. Sometimes there's nothing to get. It's just random spaffing into the wind and I love it yeah yeah love same it. I'm a big fan well I'm glad so maybe maybe I'll actually slide into his DMs rather than just tweeting at him I don't even know if he ever replied I doubt it because he's he's great and why would he ever recognise me but <laughs> also don't lie and pretend like you haven't been checking Twitter every single day waiting for a response let's not pretend like you're just you know oh maybe he's replied maybe he hasn't I've literally quit my job just to stare at Twitter, <laughs> waiting for his reply. I've got three different accounts going, just all tweeting him at the same time to get a reply. Well, I think this it's is probably a good moment to branch into Instagram then, I think, and try a different social media platform, you know. Different tack. Yeah. Like yeah. I can get on board with that. Yeah. Yeah, why not? needs to know the impact he's having in your life. It's just, he makes me want to be weird. He makes yeah. me want to be, you know how it's sometimes like, beaten out of you the older you get you're not you're not as weird anymore you're not as wacky you're not as all random um <laughs> you just makes me want to be lol random again <laughs> i also want to be lol random again <laughs> <laughs> great well yeah. with that in mind that's my news resolution um hashtag <laughs> lol, random. lol random also just hashtag be more noel fielding let's get that trending yeah I mean, if he's not going to be queen, I think I'd be really happy if he was queen, but I think everyone should just be a little bit more Noel Fielding and we'd have a lot less problems in the world. Yeah. Or just one day a week. You know, you can't maybe be Noel Fielding all the time if you work a quite serious job. Like if you're an undertaker, you probably can't be more Noel Fielding every single day. But maybe you could have weird Wednesdays. Be not more Noel Fielding. This is true. I don't, you know, I think you should go for it though. I think, you know, some people might appreciate, you know, a bit of a down situation, a little bit of weirdness, a little bit of random, a bit of lol random. A bit of lol random. <laughs> Can't beat it. <laughs> Honestly, think it'd make the world a better place. Right. Well, when you become queen, you can implement it as your first um, sort of law to, to be bidden by. Well, so I know, you know, when we talk about, you know, being younger and being lol random, I never could quite grasp, but you know, when people saw be like, oh, you're so random. I was like, is that a compliment or are you calling me weird? I don't really, <laughs> I, I can't quite figure out whether that's a good or a bad thing. I think the worst was when people used to try, they'd be like, oh my God, I'm so random. I'd be like, you can't like, not really, just quite an average person, Katie. You're just like a normal person. <laughs> You're so right, because it's like, oh, I just bought a Britney Spears CD at the weekend. Lol, so random. Like, no, that's really not. Like, you've obviously, that's a choice purchase that you thought about. Yeah, and it's also purchase. not that weird. <laughs> She's huge icon. Um, so, yeah, not random at all. I'm you, so random. You, <laughs> you and the other millions of people are so random. Oh my God, you're so unique. <laughs> Oh, I missed that. Damn. Let's bring back Lil Random. Yeah, throwback. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Got taken all the way back there. <laughs> well, I like the last couple of episodes. I have no good way to link this to the main topic. I don't think. I'm desperately racking my brain, but I don't I think love, there is any sort I, of tenuous link. <laughs> I love a sticky segue. Just, you know, just really roll with it. Just go right to it. Okay. <laughs> so my not safe for work 
topic of the week is, do you think it's possible to be bad in bed? Oh, and stick with me here. Okay, so reason I wanted to get deep on this, get a bit, you know, get the drunk conversation flowing. Go on. It's because I was, I think it was a Lad Bible article that I was reading the other day. And it was like, this. the title was really funny. It's something like, you know, Halle Berry has to come to the defense of her being bad in bed yet again. Because these like bitchy what? kind of talk show women were talking about how bad she was in bed, essentially. And that like, apparently this is a whole thing. And like previous boyfriends or husbands, like, I don't know all the details of it. But like, you know, have claimed that she was bad in bed. Really? But it just got me thinking. So I was like... If it's from the guy's perspective and they've been dumped by Halle Berry, like, of course they're going to come out and say Obviously. that she's bad in bed and, like, spread all this, like, bad shit. But, <laughs> yeah, it just got me thinking that, like, I also don't think that one person can be bad in bed. I think that you're bad in bed together. So for, like, one, you know, one yeah. person to say it's all on you, I think, is totally unjustified because I think you're bad in bed together as a couple, not, like, one of you being but necessarily I'm not saying that is the case you know blanket and we'll explore that and see what your take on it is but I think it just frustrates me when people are just like oh they were really shit in bed I'm like well how about you were shit in bed too all right or it was maybe it was your fault <laughs> odds on you going on loose women and saying that to them <laughs> you self-absorbed puddle of wank <laughs> wow this is a good one this is a good one I like it and I I'm looking I'm I'm gonna, let's get deep, Hannah. Let's get deep. Um, ironically, yes, let's get deep on this <laughs> subject. Well, very, no, I'm, gonna, I'm not going to go there. My train of thought was about to go some sort of horrible way and I'm just going to stop myself. Okay. Zip. Wow, God, you're so, you've got such a filter these days. Not yet, I mean, I'm, I'm only halfway through my beer, so we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see where you end at the bottom of that can. <laughs> it's a stellar as well, so <laughs> she's going to kick off. Wow, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say I'm role modelling the guy in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, you're, wow. Okay, cool. I like where this is going. I love a bit role play. Okay, so do I think that people can be bad in bed? Yes, um, I do. Ooh, okay, is this for the personal personal experience or? Um, no. You know what? Not even from personal. I think basically it's like one of those things that you can definitely be bad at everything. Like. You can be bad at dancing. You can be bad at maths. You can be bad at, um, I don't know, um, hula hooping in the tropics. <laughs> you can be bad at anything until you actually practice. Yeah. So, like, yeah. I think people that I manage to have want, like, one night stands that are of any, not any pleasure, that's really brutal, but, like, that where they actually manage to have good sex. I think that's in, inc- incredibly lucky and also incredibly rare because I think mm. for the most part, you are you might have like gone back with someone after a night out. It's all like getting hot and heavy, but you don't know what each other like. You don't know like what that other person's experiences are, what their like kinks are, whether they, you know, just love sucking feet. And frankly... <laughs> Fair play to you. Yeah. Fair play to you. But I guess it's like any of those things, the more you do something, the better it gets, right? It's not like, I think some of my friends, especially when they were like, they started venturing into like sexual endeavours, were like, oh my God, yeah, I literally like came so quickly. I'm like, 
bollocks <laughs> and if so like then hats off to you lady because yeah. that's Kudos. that ain't an easy yeah that ain't an easy feat um but i think it's one of those things that you you probably can be and i think if you've not had the right sort of like experience or the right person to teach you or like if you've not had a, maybe a long-term relationship and so you've only had like really fleeting experiences or you've just not like ventured into it you probably could be mm. yeah but I agree with you I think it's just about communication right yeah because you if you are able to communicate clearly what you like then then you should be able to be you should be able to work your way through it like even if it's a bit murky and a bit shit to start with yeah a bit murky <laughs> a bit murky <laughs> I yeah I definitely agree with you there's definitely something in you know experience and like yeah if you were consistently having one night stands I think it'd be hard to like find a real connection with somebody but I do think a lot of it is just like like how you vibe with somebody because I think the same person could have terrible sex with one person and be really good at sex with another person just because of the connection they have as a couple and like the chemistry they have so I think I just have this thing about like people saying that they're bad at sex or hearing people talk about other people they said was bad at sex when it's just like I just don't think you had the right connection or you didn't like you said like didn't open up communication or you just went oh well that was shit I guess that's over yeah like if you actually kind of like if you actually made the effort in the moment and you did have the chemistry I think you could you know and you've had enough experience to know what you like because I think I do I do think there's a possibility to like in a one night stand I think if you if you really know what you want and they're open to anything and they're open to kind of you know exploring a bit with you I think you could still have a really great one night stand but I think it's probably quite rare because like you know most of the time one night stand is like a drunken thing on a night out or something so like you just it seems like it seems like it's going to be the most sexy thing in the world and then obviously afterwards you're like wow I, yeah, I was definitely like ready for bed <laughs> and I didn't need that wow. <laughs> um that's true and I think you touched on a really good point there which I was going to bring up which is that if you don't know what you want, then that makes it so much harder to have a good time, I think. Yeah. I, for years, didn't know what I, what I liked. And like, um, I think it's it was like, like nice to experiment with something, nice to try different things. Um, but I didn't really know what worked for me. So people, um, you know, like as we got older, people would just say like, you know, just tell tell them what you want like tell explain to them what it is that you want and you're like well I don't really know and I think sometimes you feel a bit embarrassed when you're in that situation um to explain it yeah and I don't know what it is because I think um I was about to say in erotic literature um (laughs) yeah there's this thing called porn but I'm just like not about it um but in erotic (laughs) novels (laughs) wow Anyway, um, <laughs> um, instead, I mean? instead, instead of logging on to Pornhub, Sophie gets out of books. Erotic <laughs> <laughs> novels. Not, <laughs> it's not even a sexy novel. It's literally how to <laughs> how to fix shelves for dummies one hundred and one. <laughs> well, like this, um, the scandal of sharing an ankle. Lady <laughs> yeah, yes. Sophie. Picked up her petticoat to just to her mid calf. Shocked all of the men. <laughs> what an absolute scandal! Um, but like, it's all about um, in like porn or like the way that sort of 
some people learn about sex it's like you know people tell them what they want or they talk dirty or like you know they have that interaction actually it can be really really awkward if you're not in the right in the right frame of mind or if you're not in the right environment so then actually explaining what you want can sometimes feel super cringe yeah <laughs> and then you're like well i'm just gonna i'll just lie here yeah it's embarrassing yeah it's also like it also can be really unsexy i think to be like right so first i would like you to do this and then i would like you to do this and then please sir if you could do this <laughs> and <then> you... <laughs> you're like something out of oliver little curtsy please sir, so can much. i have some more <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you're right like it, it can like you know and i think most of us have watched porn at some point and I think there is like it you know the kind of like dirty talking they they do is like on another level and then it just you know and it just sounds so ridiculous coming out of your mouth so like I would never say anything like this and it just sounds wrong yeah but yeah and I think there's I don't know there's obviously like I think porn can be good but obviously in a lot of ways it encourages bad behaviors and like tells you like a lot of the way a lot of ways sex shouldn't be like yeah the classic is like you know sex is only good if it lasts three hours you're like no please no that sounds horrendous like i i can't do that <laughs> i've got stuff to do i know I'm like, i've got a tight schedule i've got to do this as long as my arm i can't afford to be <laughs> laying on my back for three hours <laughs> i've got to make a quiche <laughs> He's like, hang on, let me just slow roast the chicken so we've got a good couple of hours to play I'll just with. Turn down the heat. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Cook it all low. <laughs> yeah. Oh god. Um so I do I do think you can be bad, but I think you can always improve. But it's it's quite um especially if you're not in like a long-term relationship, it's quite a long slog, I think, to get better. Yeah, <laughs> get old long slog. It takes a lot of practice, guys. Get on it, <laughs> you know, get those hours in. <laughs> guys, just like anything, if you just really practice and really put your mind to it, you can be good, <laughs> just like me and Hannah. <laughs> Meditate, have some green tea, you know, get some <laughs> flexibility. Kama Sutra. Yeah, Again. I mean... <laughs> but again that would be just you know going through the pages going like, let's try this one and then because I think I've done that before just being like let's try these fun positions and then you do it and you're like well that was just shit <laughs> like <laughs> tick but that was awful let's not do that again <laughs> but you know you've got to find out what you like what you don't like what works what doesn't work yeah exactly. I mean some of them I'm never going to get my foot behind my head or not well like maybe one definitely not both at the same time so this is not going to work let's realistically modify it yeah yeah to a missionary <laughs> Well, it's like, you know, up against the wall when you've got basically sandpaper walls. That doesn't, does not work. <laughs> and tested, tested and dried did not, did not work. <laughs> it now makes so much more sense why you've replastered your walls. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Lol. But I, I do also think, because obviously I've said, you know, I think it is more about the couple and their kind of chemistry and their communication skills that makes sex good or bad. But I do also think that I was joking about the self-absorbed puddle of wanks earlier. <laughs> but I think there is, I think there is something in people that are like, you know, like, I think it's really, by the way, I think it's really good to be really into yourself. So I think if you find yourself sexy, then you're more likely to have great sex and, you know, have, yeah. a, have a jolly old time. Um, <laughs> but you can tell when like someone's in their own head too much and they're only concerned about like 
you know, pleasuring themselves or like, you know, getting off themselves. And that just makes it shit because like, you're not actually paying any attention to the other person. Like you're basically just like, you're basically using the other person as a sex toy because they might as well not be there. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know that. (laughs) I know that feeling. (laughs) I think essentially what I'm saying is, you know, you've just got to be really in it, you know, really in the moment. Just throw yourself in. (laughs) Literally. Properly go for it. But I think that's such, it's such a hard thing. And I think it is a good point, you know, obviously like the sex that you find yourself, like probably the better sex will be. But actually it's quite a hard feat to find yourself, like be really comfortable with yourself. Um, especially if you're maybe starting to do stuff, starting to do bits with like a new partner where you're like, okay, well, I'm still a little bit shy around them or, you know, you could be you can you can be as confident as you as you like, but I think most people still get a moment of like, I don't know, like if you're on top and then you're like looking down, you're like, bloody hell. <laughs> I look saggy from this angle. Like, what do I look like from that angle? Like you're imagining yourself. Yeah, you're you like, hello tummy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're like, maybe and you're like, a below angle's never good. So like good goodness only knows what they're looking like. It's like a selfie, it's just like a selfie camera, but like the worst. <laughs> that's my that's my go-to selfie look is is the thumb so i always take a below angle selfie but it is a joke you know i still want that person to find me attractive after this experience that we're sharing this is true this is true um so i think it's yeah obviously step one would obviously be find yourself sexy and you know everyone else will find you much sexier and you'll have a better time but if you can't achieve that maybe you just need to do small Small bunny hops, small little steps to, yeah. to get in there. Like, yeah, treat yourself to a night in with your fave toy. Treat yes. yourself to a hand shandy. Like, <laughs> shandy, like, I've never heard that before. What? Hand shandy. I use it too regularly, I think. Oh, I love it. I am all here <laughs> for it. Oh, my God. That might be the name of the podcast, I think. <laughs> Bingo. Well, the title, I'm not, I'm not saying let's change the whole thing to Han Shandy. <laughs> wow, we could just change the premise completely. Just Han <laughs> Shandy's left, right and centre. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Um, but like, that's probably a good place to start. I think. Han Shandy's. Han Shandy's. <laughs> we can't handshake anymore due to COVID, but Han Shandy's absolutely acceptable. Yeah, we're all good, all good. But like, self-exploration getting to know what you like, getting to know what you don't like, becoming becoming sexier with yourself. Yeah, exactly. I think that's a good place to, to start, no? Yeah. I think, like, do you even like sex in the first place? And that will take some exploration. And, like you said, expo- expo- I can't say that word, exploration with yourself. But then I also think it takes a good partner to build your confidence. Because you're right, you don't just be yeah. like, one day you're, just, you're not just like, oh, I'm so sexy and everyone should just accept it. Like it does take, you know, it would take one bad and one night stand for someone to be a real shit to you and say that like yeah. they, you you were shit or that they had a bad time and they never want to see you again for you to just yeah. like that confidence to get knocked right off. So I think as long as you find a partner who's supportive and actually like helps build your confidence and like tells you how sexy you are and like is really genuine about it, I think that's how you get into a good place. Because I think like, you know, I'm lucky that I've been in a long term relationship for, you know, God knows how many years now it's been a long time. Um, <laughs> but I think like being in a relationship like that has helped build my confidence because you know I didn't when we started going out at like 18 or whatever I wasn't like yeah I'm so goddamn sexy but like it's you, you know thank you I know um 
<laughs> but I think, you know, he's helped me build that up since. Yeah, for sure. It's not about, like, instantly finding yourself incredibly sexy. Um, it's, it's about trial and error. And if you're in the right place, then, you're, then you can be supported. But do you think that there are people... Let me, let me rephrase. Do you think that people are predestined to like what they like what they like? Do you think people are like born with just like this one thing in their mind? Or do you think they can change tastes? Do you think it's something that can be developed over time? Do you think, or do you think it's a stagnatory thing? Do you think it's something that is just always in you, innate? Mm-hmm. In terms of what you like sexually or kinks or just everything... Yeah, everything. everything. I think you, I think you develop it over time because I think what what would excite you when you were younger probably won't be the same thing when you're old, especially if you are in a long term relationship. I guess like if you thought there was one specific thing you liked, mm. trying to think of a good example, like say it was always like girl on top or something that was your go to go to position, always worked, always loved it. Like if you were going to do that for twenty years and like solely that. You probably want you probably would want to explore a bit more and try something else. So I think you start to kind of explore different avenues that you didn't know existed, maybe, or you know, people end up going into open relationships or like getting yeah. a third or fourth person in. And I think like you develop different tastes over time. Because like I'm different I'm not the same person I was when I was eighteen, like, you know, sexually and non sexually. But yeah. you know, only really about sexually, isn't it? Um <laughs> there was nothing else. Nothing else. No. But, no, but I, think, I think yeah, I think it you're, does. You're right. Your well, your tastes develop as you grow up, right? Yeah. But it's just it's just interesting. Like the first maybe sexual experience that you have, there's already something, and you might not have, like, I don't know, had that much sex exposure at that point. At that point, it's exposure. Let's call it's it sex exposure. exposure. Yeah. Um. But you kind of already know what what you like. You kind of already, you already know naturally what's, what happens. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, cast your mind back to the time <laughs> um, when you didn't know. But it is, I, I remember thinking like, this actually felt way more natural than I was expecting. Or it happened in a much, it happened much more quickly than you would think mm. um, after the first time of being exposed to it. So I just think that's that's quite interesting. So maybe there is something that's innate in you, or yeah, like you know, you you like cake. You've always liked cake. <laughs> you woke, you came fresh from the womb, and you were like, "Damn, I love gato." Maybe it's the same with 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 sexual. Experience. My life is gato. I think I think that probably differs person to person as well. Because like, I think some people might continue to like the same thing or be interested in the same thing their whole lives and then other people might go off in completely different directions every like five ten years or even every year or something you know I think it depends on it depends on the person and I think it depends on what you're exposed to as well because I think like I would certainly say that when I was 18 I didn't know all of the different like sexualities like all of the different like positions everything you could do like anything that was involved mm-hmm. in a sexual space I guess so it's just like I think it would have been hard for me to say then I knew exactly what I wanted and what I liked doing because I wasn't really yeah. aware of everything and I think it also like for me goes back to that point of 
depends on who you're with as well because I, th- I also believe that like you could like one thing with one partner and then like something completely different with another partner just because it's a different 100%. like I said a different chemistry a different vibe a different connection so I think like you could maybe think having been in a long-term relationship with somebody previously that this was exactly what you liked from a partner and that you wanted from sex and then you meet somebody else who kind of throws it all off kilter and you're like oh shit I didn't even know I'd enjoy this and like I don't know sometimes I think certain people can bring out certain kinks in you as well and like certain things could like start to like you start to find attractive in other people that you wouldn't Mm. have seen before but just because they're a totally different person I guess so true and I guess I mean that's that could be said of all relationships you know I doubt that all of your friends are like exact replicas of one another you know you probably have that one person that you love to I don't know you love to really have DMCs with and I'm not saying that's me but I mean like there might be someone that you have really serious emotional chats with oh my god honey but like you know you might have some friends that you go to when you really want to have a heart-to-heart DMC there might be other people that you go to when you literally just want to piss yourself laughing there are some people you want to go to because you want to be teased mercilessly and you know they're going to do it and it'll make you feel I was about to say good yeah I love having piss taken at me but you know (laughs) in the same way and and they bring out different traits in you you're not the same person reacting to a really um heartfelt emotional conversation as Mm. you are to being like Bantosaurus Rex, do you know what I mean? Um, and I guess that's, <laughs> that's the same with like sexual partners. Mm. Yeah, I think so. You you raised a good point earlier, um, which was, do you, does everyone like sex? You mentioned, mm. you know, like you find out whether you do or you don't. And I think actually it's really hard thing to admit if you don't enjoy it or if you're not, um, if you're not attracted to or you're not in, interested in having sex or you're not attracted to anyone or, you know, that you've got different tastes, it's a, I think it must just be a really, really hard thing in in our society to be like, now you know what, it's just not for me. Yeah. Like, it's because it's such a big part of a lot of people's culture, a lot of people... Um, uh, yeah a lot of a lot of a lot of chat like especially if you're like at the pub as we're pretending to be right now um or you know at uni there's a big like shagging culture I was about to say but <laughs> if you're just not into that scene then it must just be it must just be really tough yeah and I think it's like I've noticed that you know I don't probably talk about it as much with my friends now because I don't think there is that same like you know shagging culture when you're younger like you're first starting to get boyfriends or you know, at uni, it was a big thing. So like, of course, people were talking about it all the time. And it did put a lot of pressure on a lot of people, I think. But now you've got kind of more people in like settled relationships and stuff. It's not really something like people tend to talk about. But what I do notice is this whole like, you know, A, do you even enjoy having sex and how often? I think it's like that how often question yeah. I think is really tricky sometimes because like for me, you know, I've because I've, you know, I've been in a long term relationship. I've learned a lot, been on a journey, etc. Like I had a really, really high sex drive when we first started going out. And now it's mm-hmm. probably like, maybe, I don't know, maybe once or twice a week, which for some people is loads. Like some people that yeah. is like, wow, that's that's a lot. For other people, it might be like, no, you know what? We have sex three or four times a week or every single day. Yeah. Like it's just, but it, I don't know, there is still a bit of a stigma around it. Or like people, t- people judge you for being like, oh, that's actually not a lot. And you should be worried about your relationship or 
that's way too much and you're lying to me because I think there's like you know when someone's like oh we have sex every day you're like yeah sure but for some people <laughs> for some people that is the truth yeah for sure it's probably just really quick yeah. very very efficient <laughs> um no but you're right there definitely is a stigma and I think you and it kind of gets to the point where you don't talk about it and then you do talk about it and you're like oh hang on are we all on the same page like you think like you said you think three or four times is is nothing and I think that's loads or whatever yeah. um but because no one's spoken about it for ages you're like whoa hang on what, what's I'm out of the loop here um, yeah I guess it's just you know what you feel comfortable with some weeks it might be more often just because you're bored and you're all at home together or you're on holiday and you're just like not absolutely ground down from work or the commute um and some weeks it's gonna be less because you're away or you're out every night and you've got plans it's not it's not the be all and end all I guess the only problem that can come from it is where you're not aligned yeah if you're you know with someone and one person is getting their complete fill and the other person isn't whether it's too whether that be too much or too little when that communication kind of breaks down that's when kind of like resentment builds I guess because you're like Mm this is a problem for me and it's not a problem for you. So like, what does that mean? One of us has got to compromise. Yeah. And I guess it's like, what else is it tangled up in as well? Because I think sometimes it could be like, you know, intimacy doesn't have to just come from having sex. It could be from so many different other things. So if it's a problem of not being intimate, then that's probably something you need to talk about. But if it's like the intimacy is not a problem, we just have sex on the odd occasion and that we're both fine with it. then that's, you know, absolutely like each to their own. Yeah. But I think it's kind of like how you feel connected and close to somebody and what that manifests itself as I guess yeah um I personally um really enjoy holding hands um on a full moon that's normally that's all we do normally <laughs> funny you should say that I enjoy a, a naked base base <laughs> base <laughs> naked Ooh, bath naked. in the full moon um, ah, yeah in, in a puddle yeah just on my own but you know nothing related to this at all <laughs> literally got nothing to do with it <laughs> I just wanted to be involved. <laughs> <laughs> Love me. Um, I really, I really like this topic. I think it's very interesting, and I think there's lots of different. Um, there's lot. There's obviously so much more that surrounds it, and there's so many different um, factors that play into it. And obviously, everyone is so. It's such a personal thing that everyone is is so unique in in their needs or in their in their wants like sometimes if i'm in a bad mood i'm like <laughs> is it because it's been a while yeah and like I've, I've been single for like i've been single for so long like family friends used to call me bridget jones so i mean like <laughs> do with what that what you will except that i wasn't getting laid by like two fit men so <laughs> yeah i know i was just like there's so many worse places to be than bridget james's situation like let's not pretend yeah. like she was having the worst time in the world because okay she had options <laughs> fine mother Teresa. i was like mother Teresa, except that people didn't worship me because i wasn't like <laughs> wasn't giving anything of good back to the world okay oh sophie let me say hard on yourself <laughs> i was giving back stuff to the world <laughs> this podcast um exactly no but like there have been times when i was just like single and it just you just kind of like sometimes you just suddenly go i forgot what that's like, like yeah don't miss it you all. stop thinking about it yeah so you're like yeah. well that's, that's the thing um but it's almost like once you get a 
taste of the honey. You'll want it more. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes, I know exactly what you mean. It's true though, because like sometimes you just kind of you do just forget about it. Because I guess for some people, you know, it's a stress reliever. But for other people, it might be that you know I'm so stressed I can't even think about it. I can't even think about getting in the mood and being sexy or whatever. Like it just yeah, it does depend on. I think where you are in your life, who you're with or not with, or like what situation you're in. But I think you can like I don't think. I don't know. I haven't really explored this that much with guys, I guess. But like, I don't think you know. I don't. I don't know. I don't. I personally haven't had the experience of like you know. It's the same time every morning. You know, get the horn. <laughs> it's, that, it's, that, it's that reliable. It's that consistent. Like it does come in waves. <laughs> the oh, it's the horn o'clock. Would the you horn. look at that? <laughs> but I'm equally like I was about to say that like I think men are a lot more like I don't know predictable that kind of stuff. But I'm ma- I'm massively making assumptions, and I actually haven't you know like I said I haven't explored that with any of my male friends, so I can't I can't you really justify that. But you go away and do some research. Yeah, <laughs> I'll ask around, do a little poll. <laughs> <laughs> do you just think like it actually just must be so annoying to get a random boner in the middle of the day? sometimes they just happen completely for no reason you wouldn't you wouldn't even had a sexual thought and then oops there we go half mast yeah just be you'd be like oh can't get up now boss man to shake your hand unfortunately (laughs) for a problem has occurred under the table have you never had like a little random stir though you know oh yeah flutter yeah fanny flutter yeah all the time but it's like easier for me to hide my (laughs) regime <laughs> lady boner. <laughs> My tiny little lady boner. <laughs> oh, lady boner. I don't know how I feel about that, but <laughs> it's, yeah, it's not. I used to quite like saying lady boner, but no, I'm not really sure about it now. I might, I might play with it. You know, I might, I might try it out this week. <laughs> Sophie, wow. honestly, self love is important. You go for it. <laughs> Listen, I'm just going to practice what I preach. You know, I've, I've also loved talking about this. Though. I think that we, we have only scratched the surface. So, you know, I think there's a lot more to come on this. <laughs> I'm not saying we're going to spend every week talking about this, but I do genuinely Why? think this is, you know, this is an interesting topic. I just think it probably, yeah, like you said, it changes from your age and it changes in your life situation. It changes to the relationship that you're having with that person it depends on what time of day it is yeah also yeah I think sometimes when it's a surprise and you maybe weren't feeling it halfway through you're like this is the best one ever yeah so true so true spontaneity is key yeah it is sometimes you're like oh I'm gonna be a bit crap now because I haven't really got got the energy and then you're great (laughs) <laughs> yeah. whoa where's this come from <laughs> I'm a machine <laughs> I think <laughs> wow I know I just, just, just wow I'm just blown away by this <laughs> um, I think it's I think what you've got to bear in mind is that maybe you're right like maybe no one is shit maybe no one is shit in bed it's just such an easy thing to label someone with, isn't it? Like, yeah. if you get with someone, or yeah, you've been spurned by someone, or yeah, someone's taken your tiny little 
blackened heart and stamped on it. You're like, yo, this shit in bed anyway, so what are you going to do? Or like, <laughs> yeah. or like something really dramatic. Like you see someone's, <laughs> you see your ex's new person in the club and you're like, well, hope they don't give you gonorrhea like they gave me. <laughs> or like, yeah. <laughs> Um, but it's just such an easy one to do because you know it's going to hurt you know yeah. it's going to hurt that person yeah um, it's a bit of a lazy burn to be honest because like it's not like saying it's not just one person it's both of you you know and that probably wasn't the main issue in your relationship let's be honest <laughs> probably not no there was probably a breakdown before that I just imagine someone coming up to you and being like well you were shit in bed anyway and you being like yeah well actually it takes two to tango yeah and you oh they've gone they've gone they, <laughs> they left like 10 minutes ago <laughs> that's the, that's a classic me move as well as i like always have a comeback when they're way gone like they're just they are out of there i just think that's human nature yeah that's true <laughs> so i'm interested sophie what have you taken from this conversation and what is your highlight low light i think okay i think my low light is thinking about how long I didn't have good intercourse for mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and just like <laughs> the amount of time that I spent like thinking oh my god maybe I'm really ru- maybe I'm really rubbish or like maybe I'm really I don't know inexperienced or I don't know and I think it worries me to think how many other people just must have been thinking that for so long mm. or had had their confidence knocked because of that and hadn't been shown the way by someone that made them feel a million dollars. Yeah. Um, and my highlight, um, I think, I don't really have one. I just really enjoyed the topic. I think I'm going to take away from this. I'm just going to make my all my partners from now in the future um maybe even in the past maybe i'll text someone past partners and be like you know what hunk you were lovely a lovely man in this time <laughs> i won't do that that's inappropriate but i mean like just i guess it's a nice reminder to think about like how the other person's thinking feeling how that person is what you know i don't know maybe make them make one night really about them or try making them feel a million dollars because i think often it just kind of gets a bit forgotten in a relationship. Not that it's like a routine thing, not that you're just like, right, uh, it's Tuesday evening at 7pm, so before <laughs> we have our pasta bike, let's quickly uh, bang one out, and then that's our quota done. Do you know what I mean? Like not, like, not that it's like that, but sometimes you don't think about how the other person's feeling. You just kind of like, go for it, have a nice time, and then yeah, that's good. Job is actually, done. <laughs> It's probably quite nice to focus a little. Be mindful. Yeah. Let's be mindful. Yeah, exactly. What about you? What are you taking from this? Highlights and lowlights. Okay, well, my lowlight is I'm actually quite upset about not being able to use Lady Boner anymore because that was a phrase that I held dear and it's kind of just ruined for me now. It's gone. Um, So that's quite sad. Um, I'll have to find something to replace it with. But my highlight, I think, is... (laughs) I, I think if you actually text all of your previous partners just be like just want to tell you that you're a million dollars great in bed I think that would make my year okay definitely worth considering yeah I think so but <laughs> no also really enjoyed 
talking about this with you because yeah, as like I said, like I don't think like I don't think I talk about it with friends that often anymore. So it's not really something yeah. you delve into, but you know, it's a good, it's an important topic. It is. It's I think it's I think it's very healthy. Yeah. It's nice, you know, just to swap ideas, yeah. swap partners. Um, <laughs> just throwing that out there. Um <laughs> Obviously, after the coronavirus, yeah, I mean, not right now. Down. I've got no. enough social bubbles going on. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> I should do a shagging social bubble. Just uh, yeah, I, I I think so. But <laughs> I, you know, but I hope that anyone listening, if you do, if you've ever been told you've been bad in bed or you're even thinking it right now, then just stop that right now. Just yeah, just stop it. You are a fantastic human. I'm sure you were great in bed. You just need to find the right person. Explore a little bit yourself. Figure out what you want. And just own it. Own it. And tell them what you want yeah. once you figure it out. And if you don't know, that is so fine as well, I guess. Do a bit of reading. <laughs> Get a Jilly Cooper out, apparently, yeah. is what I like. Um, <laughs> and then... Or make your way through the Kama Sutra if you want to just figure out if you like it or not. Why not? You're a yogi. Maybe you want to try it out. Exactly. Do, do whatever feels right. Um, and then use that and communicate it. Because ultimately... If, if you know what the goal is, then you can both work towards it, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Four. That was, that was big. That was good. Uh, big, we've nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> what can I say? Sex gurus, Hannah and Soph, to the rescue. <laughs> I hate us. <laughs> and on that note... Yeah, on that note, let's say adieu. Adieu and bon chance. And bon chance to you too. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye.